I think when people first hear about us, they think in their head, oh, you're just coming with a hose and you're just gonna let that just wash down into the roadways, down into our storm drains, into our local waterways. When we come by with the truck, everything's self-contained. So all that nasty water goes into the truck, into a holding tank, and then we take it and dispose of it properly at an RV dump station. Yeah, just making sure that we're priding ourselves in doing it differently. We're not using bleach, we're not using any harmful chemicals. It's just 190 degree temperature water that clean sanitizes the bin. Welcome back inside of Trash Chatter. I'm your host, Victoria Conway, and today I'm pleased to be joined by Andrew Zoba out of Franklin, Tennessee. Andrew, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you, Victoria. Thank you for making some time. Your company name, EnviroBins. You guys started in 2019. I wanted to start today's episode by asking you how you and your family stumbled onto trash bin cleaning and what made you guys decide to pull the trigger? Yeah, so basically, um, it was an idea I had back in high school. So I was 17 years old. um, And I'd heard about some kids in a neighborhood where um, for a summer job, they'd actually go around the neighborhood and say, hey, we'll clean trash cans. So they'd wheel the trash cans back to their house, let it hose it out, and then they'd take them back. And that kind of got the wheels turning in my head to where, hey, this this is a great idea. Trash cans are dirty. People people need them clean. So uh, I just kind of got thinking and I was like, there's got to be a better way to do this. So started doing some research and found you guys and uh, made the call to your dad and uh, just kind of went from there. That's awesome. What did your family think when you were 17 saying, not only do I want to start a business, but I want to start a trash bin cleaning business? Yeah. So I've always kind of had that entrepreneurial mindset a little bit. And uh, my parents were really encouraging. Um, Basically, they wanted me to write up a business plan, kind of present it to them. Um, So that's kind of what I did, Um, strategized how everything would go, brought it to them, kind of presented it to them. And uh, at first, my dad was like, trash can cleaning, like, uh, that seems a little silly. But then kind of after I started presenting it to him a little bit, we kind of all sat down. We're like, dude, I think there's a market for this. Um, No one else has been doing it before. So we were the first and we just kind of went for it. And I know in your area, what's unique is a lot of people who start this, there's absolutely no one doing it. That's how you were. But over the years, people started popping up. How would you say your company differs from other people that might offer trash can cleaning in an area you know, outside of Nashville that I'm sure is largely populated, but still, I'm sure you see some of them. How do you think your company stands apart from other people? Yeah, absolutely. So um, we pride ourselves in having the best customer service around. Um, there are now a few other competitors in the area. And something I touched on, too, is People at first think, oh, competition's bad, but um, especially in an industry where it's so new, um, it's actually a good thing to have competition because competition makes you better and it helps build the awareness for you. So if if you just offer stellar customer service and you're the first one ranking on Google, ultimately competition will help you. People are searching for the service. They'll see you pop up first. You provide the best service you can and uh, customers appreciate that. Absolutely. And how are some of the ways you think your customer service maybe stands apart? And what are some of the things you do to make sure they feel satisfied after choosing to go with your company and having their bins cleaned? Yeah. So kind of something that sets us apart too is when someone signs up for service, we immediately follow up with a welcome email, um, basically outlining what should the customer expect. And after we render service, um, so actually going back a little bit, Um, When we show up to provide the first service, we take a before 
picture before we clean it and then an after picture. And then on our follow-up email, we post both of those pictures in the email and then we just thank them for being a customer. Um, if you have any complaints or anything, which we don't really get because our standards are really high. Um, so we make sure that the bins are spotless. Um, so we just make sure that the customer feels satisfied. They get to see the before and after pictures. And um, that's kind of how we wrap that up. That's awesome. I think when people see that before and after, it really prompts them to want to leave a review because they never want their bin to going back to looking that dirty again. Um, and I've seen you and your company on TikTok, on different social media platforms. Which ones have you found success with and what are your take on advertising via social media and hopefully you know, getting the word out there? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. So our area is not great for um, Facebook per se. It definitely took some time um, for us to kind of get into that a little bit. Um, I would say TikTok is good for building awareness for um, just the industry as a whole. Um, but for particularly like our company alone, definitely Facebook and Instagram. Um, there's definitely a learning curve to that um, right off the bat. But you start posting consistently and you figure out what content works and that kind of starts a snowball effect and you eventually start picking up traction there. Absolutely. A lot of it is about repetition. And if you're an entrepreneur like Andrew and you want to get started in a new business, make sure to click the link below, join the Sparkling Bins family and start up your own trash can cleaning service. Um, Andrew Zobo, once again, out of Enviro Bins from Franklin, Tennessee. Are there different community events, Andrew, that you try to participate in? I know in some of the areas in the South, community is really big, parades, different local charities. Are there any ways that you hopefully maybe get the truck to get more eyes on it with some of these events and give back to the community? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the biggest thing, too, if you're starting up is get as many eyes on your equipment, your truck, your trailer as possible. Um, so that's kind of what we did, too. There were parades. Um, we participate in community events, farmers markets. We actually just last week finished up um, the county fair. So we had a booth um, and we just go out, talk to people. And then we also ended up getting a deal this year with the county fair where we clean all the fairgrounds bins. So we cleaned them three different times for the fairgrounds. And that way it's just the fairgrounds bins were nice and clean. And uh, the, the reviews, people were raving after they figured out that we had come clean the bins and uh, they weren't smelly anymore. So they loved it. That's, that's a perfect example. We talk to a lot of people and they're like, how do I advertise? How do I market? And sometimes it's not necessarily spending, you know, thousands of dollars on ads, but just letting people know we're out there. So I think that's awesome that you were able to benefit from joining something like that. And with your organization, you mentioned the local fair. Do you have any dealings with waste management? How do you perhaps tailor some of your services to assist them? We serve five different waste haulers in the area. And uh, basically they just give us a call. We go to their facility and we wash their bins for them so that they can redeploy them versus buying new bins. Um, so that's kind of the way that we kind of involve ourselves with them. And just any ways we can kind of uh, be involved in the community is always great for us. Now with waste management, did you reach out to them first? Did they contact you? How did that relationship develop? Yeah, so they all developed different ways, actually. Um, the first one basically came, uh, we used them at our house anyway, and they kind of saw the truck um, the first few days, just kind of parked in our driveway and ended up calling us there. And then they kind of all talked. So we started doing work for one and then they loved us. So they kind of mentioned it to the other one and word kind of just spread. Um, but yeah, you definitely got to reach out. You got to you got to put in the work. You got to put in the work for sure. So if you're not putting full time effort in, you're not going to get full time results. 
Absolutely. And you mentioned customer service being really important to your company. What other core values do you try to instill within EnviroBins? You know what? Just a standard of excellence um, is kind of what we pride ourselves in. Um, just doing the best job we can, making sure to put the customer first, and then just just following up and making sure the customer's happy at the end of the day. That's kind of just the standard of excellence, I'd say. Do you currently, I know a big topic of discussion throughout the industry is routing software. Do you currently use one? What's your takes on that? And when you started in 2019, did you initially have one or did you do it you know, manually? What was that process like for you? Yeah. So originally we kind of just started just to save some money right off the bat doing the routing ourselves. And that um, was definitely fine right off the bat when you have a handful of customers. But when you start collecting hundreds or thousands of customers, it's you just can't do that anymore. So yes, uh, we do use routing software and um, it's definitely been a game changer for us because it just helps keep everything consistent, making sure we're not missing clients. Um, there's definitely that's happened in the past before, um, just kind of during the growing pains and kind of learning systems. But you don't miss people anymore. You don't miss customers. And uh, it just kind of keeps everything um, together and make sure you don't miss anything. As you continue to grow, what are some of your upcoming plans for the company and where would you like to see it head to in which direction? Yeah, so I'm currently finishing up my senior year of college. Um, so finishing that up and then after that, um, just kind of go full steam with this. Um, so I've kind of kept it at a at a size where I can manage kind of remotely. And then we have an employee that kind of helps um, do the bin cleans while I'm away. Um, but yeah, I'd love to kind of get a few more trucks and just definitely push hard and see if I can get some HOA contracts and just kind of really build it up. And Andrew, how would you say EnviroBins contributes to the environmental sustainability in its waste management process as far as trying to keep the community eco-friendly, trying to keep it as sanitary and as safe as possible? I think when people first hear about us, they um, they think in their head, oh, you're just coming with a hose and you're just going to let that just wash down into the roadways, down into our storm drains, into our local waterways. Um, and they don't really grasp that until they see the truck, they see the videos on social media. But yeah, we basically, when we come by with the truck, everything's self-contained. So all that nasty water goes into the truck, into a holding tank, and then we take it and dispose of it properly at an RV dump station. Um, there's definitely different places you can dump the dirty water. Um, but yeah, just making sure that we're priding ourselves in doing it differently. Um, we're not using bleach. We're not using any harmful chemicals. It's just 190 degree temperature water that clean sanitizes the bin. Um, so just making sure that the environment's safe is huge in this industry as well. A hundred percent. I think that's a big selling point for our different companies. And I'm glad you mentioned RV campgrounds. I think that's one of the most popular options for our clients. So happy that you're able to find one that wasn't too far from you and able to dispose of that properly. Um, when we first started the episode, you mentioned you had to present this idea to your parents. What role do they play in it? Do they have any role in it? Is it just yours? How does that dynamic go? Yeah, so it's definitely turned into a family business um, because we've just we've had a lot of growth, um, which is great. And it's definitely exploded to where I can't manage it myself. Um, my mom is great at customer service. Um, so follow up emails, things like that. And she helps out when um, even on the truck um, cleaning bins when I'm not there. Um, and my dad definitely he has a full time job as well, but he'll put some input in here and there. Um, so it's definitely a full family operation by this point. That's awesome. And, and how does that go through the day to day? Is it rewarding? Is it stressful sometimes? Yeah, it's definitely rewarding at the end of the day. Um, but there's definitely weeks or times where 
you might have like a nine hour route and by the time you come home, you're just exhausted and then you get ready and do it again the next day. Um, but yeah, at the end of the week, you look back and you're like, that was awesome. There's definitely a pride in owning your own company and uh, it's a lot of work, but um, it's definitely rewarding at the end of the day. And lastly, Andrew, as someone who started his company at 17 years old, what advice would you have for other young entrepreneurs and also people in general that want to get into the business? I think sometimes people hear like, oh, you're 17. How'd you do that? I think anyone at any age can learn from somebody who's actually doing it. So what advice would you have for somebody who's thinking about getting into this industry? Yeah, the best uh, advice I think I can give is just make sure to do your due diligence, do your research. Um, there's definitely a cost to getting into this. Um and it's a lot of work. It really is to be able to grow it. So do your due diligence and just really just put in the work, work hard. Um, is Like I said before, full-time effort gets full-time results um, and part-time effort gets part-time results. So again, just be willing to work hard. There's definitely, um, you'll get some criticism. I definitely did um, being so young and starting this. Um, people are like, oh, you should go get another job or something like that. But just stay focused and uh, put your head down and work hard. That's awesome, Andrew. And just really great to see your company grow and excited now that you'll be able to put more time into it and take it to another level. I want to thank you and your family for entrusting Sparkling Bins. And thank you for making some time to come on to Trash Chatter today. It's awesome to see you finding success and continuing to stay focused on what your goal is. Absolutely. And thank you for having me. Um, it's been a pleasure. And you guys seriously are the best in the business. Thank you. We appreciate that, Andrew. Looking forward to you guys continue to expand. And if you'd like to hear more stories like Andrew's on Trash Chatter, make sure to check us out on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music, wherever you get your podcasts. We release episodes every other Monday and click the link below to find out more about a growing business. We thank you all for tuning in and we'll see you again next time.